Welcome to the Yours is the Story podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Julia. And I'm Jill. This is a storytelling podcast that entertains, encourages, and points you to Jesus. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So I am so, so excited for you to listen to today's episode. It's actually part two to episode 38 we had with Corbin Crosby, and he talked about his story of living in New York and then different things that happened that led him to start his own brand called Jonah, which is an amazing brand. I know you guys are going to love it. So if you haven't listened to part one, you should go do that and then come listen to this episode. But I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, will you share a little bit more about like what you're doing now with Jonah? Because you also have, do you still have the Flickr? Yeah. yeah. Okay, will you share more about that? Yeah. So um, that is... I mean, I think kind of the biggest like God story of everything is we moved back to Seattle from New York in summer of 2021. And um, we're living up in Bellingham at my wife's parents' house, which is the best three months of my life. They cooked every meal, bought all the groceries. Um, That's it so was great. Nice. It was so, it was so nice. And water too, right? yeah. living, it's crazy. My view outside of my window was like of Chuckanut Bay, which is like the most beautiful thing in the world. Living up there, I see a, a Instagram post one day that says uh, that's this screen printer that I follow, screen print shop that I follow in Seattle, mm-hmm. because I'm trying to transition my New York screen printing to um, Washington screen printing just so I don't have to pay shipping costs. Yeah. And so this, this is the like best print shop in Seattle. I'm following them um, just to like, I don't know, keep them on like top of mind type mm-hmm. of thing. And uh, they post one day that a screen print shop, the screen print shop that they actually came out of, um, there's two owners and one owner decided to stay in this shop that they both started together and just kind of be more of like a, um, for lack of a better term, low level. Yeah. Um, but just not like scale up the the print shop and stay in his like little, stay in his uh, shop. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other guy decided like, I'm going to just go get like this huge warehouse, get all automatic equipment and just like really just run it up. And um, so this guy, the big print shop posted, hey, our co-founder is selling his screen shop. Um, great opportunity. This is how we started whatever, if you want any more information, reach out to him. Mm -hmm. And so I reached out to him and I was like, hey, I'm really interested in your print shop. Um, I have a brand trying to like sell myself all these things. He's like, great, Mm -hmm. come through and see it. Uh, We went on a um, Friday and I'm doing all of this on Instagram. It's all moving quick. I see this post, DM this guy. He gets back to me 10 minutes later. We're setting up a time to go see it. This is on a Friday. I'm texting Kristen after this is all set up and after I've told this man that I'm buying his screen print shop. um, I'm like, hey, I send her the post and she's like, cool, man. Like, how hope this goes well for this guy. And I'm like, no, like, I think we should buy it. And she's like, bro, you don't know how to screen print. We don't have money to be acquiring businesses yeah. i don't understand why you're doing it and i was like let's just go like tour it and see so we go and tour it this is on a friday all this is happening we toured it on monday and it's so funny because like this whole weekend 
I'm the feeler and she's a mo and she's the uh, logical one. Mm -hmm. So this whole weekend, I'm just like hyping myself up. Like we just bought a business. This is the <laughs> biggest deal. I'm so excited. And so by Monday, she's like, I've been thinking all weekend, this is the dumbest thing. <laughs> like water, do we even need to go tour this place? This is crazy. And um, so Monday we go tour this place. It's phenomenal. This guy is the coolest. Um, his name is Brennan. And he's had this successful screen print studio for seven years now at this point. And he's like giving us all the the numbers, all the information. It's like these are my PLs, these are my numbers that I've been doing. These are these are my clients with the sale. You'll have all my clients, um, all this stuff. And so by the end of it, he's kind of sold Kristen on it. And so we like make a look. And I was like, all right, well, we're ready to go. Like, can we like sign or like, how does this work? And um, it was like, all right, great. Um, do you have like financing in place? Or like, how are you guys doing this? I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We can like send it whenever. We literally don't have anything <laughs> in place. And um, so whatever, we do it. We figure it all out. We get the money and... Um, my father-in-law gives us the money. <laughs> I say we get the money like we did like this like huge thing or we whatever. We went to my father-in-law and also don't know if I should be saying this because I don't know if my uh, sibling-in-laws know that he just fronted everything. But um, yeah, whatever, whatever. Uh, and um, he's an equity owner of of Jonah and Bleaker and Green, which is, I think, a great deal for him. Yeah. Um, so he gives us the money and... He doesn't give us money. He invests in us and we buy this screen print studio. And that is how Bleaker and Green started it. We got the keys on November 1st of 2021, which is a November of 2020 is the month that we started Jonah, like wow. applied for our LLC. So a month or a year to the month of when that all started. That's cool. And Bleaker and Green is um, when I lived in, when I started Jonah, we lived on Seneca Avenue in Ridgewood, Queens. On the cross streets were Seneca Avenue between Bleaker and Green. Oh. And so those are the two streets that we lived on when when this all, all started. Really cool. yeah. I don't know if we can keep this in the podcast, but what was the name of the business before you changed the name? Workhorse Industries. You've got a much better name. <laughs> <laughs> Workhorse Industries. So cool. Industries is crazy because there's one guy. It's like, <laughs> not an industry. It's of me. <laughs> Wait, that's amazing. Yeah. Screen print, t-shirts. Yeah, t -shirts, everything. Everything. Tees, sweats. Um, we bought an embroidery machine cool. a month after we bought the business and to do screen printing and embroidery because we were like, I was like from the beginning, I was like, I want to buy embroidery too so we can just like kind of have it all. Yeah. And Christian was like, bro, we bought this business already that we didn't have money for why do you want to start this other arm where we bought the business for $25,000 and um, the embroidery, the single embroidery machine that we bought mm -hmm. is $15,000. And no. so a month later, I'm like, Hey, I know we barely scraped by and got this thing done. Your dad is pretty skeptical. We got to make this work. Just bought a screen print business <laughs> that I don't know how to operate. Yeah. Like not only business wise do I not know how to operate, I legitimately have never screen printed before. <laughs> so this is crazy. But I would like to spend fifteen thousand more dollars 
to start this other arm of the business that I also don't know how to operate. It's a great idea. But I guess it was November and then January is when we like bought the machine. Um, So like two months of uh, like me trying to convince her we should do this. And at this point, she is doing all of the um, like quoting for people. And every person that came and asked for a quote in this time is also asking if we do embroidery. And they're like, hey, I have this, these 100 shirts I want to do also. I would love to do a hundred hats if you guys do embroidery. And so she's turning all these people away. So she's seeing and it. so by the time like it it hits and she's done a couple quotes, she's like, fine, let's do the let's buy the embroidery machine. So we bought it. Wow. That's so it's cool. great. It's a cash cow. Yeah. Do you enjoy the embroidery more? I mean, I know you design is like mainly mm-hmm. what you do, but like tactically, which side do you like? Um, embroidery. Cool. It's kind of um fail proof. Like the screen printing took me legitimately six months to get to a point where I wasn't nervous to like give people their orders because yeah. <laughs> like I know a lot of things are going to be wrong. I know these are going to be crooked. There's going to be ink all over the place because I'm messy and don't know how to like yeah. ink management is not my skill yet. But embroidery, it's you take a graphic for us. We send it to a guy, uh, my guy, Muhammad, who is in Dubai, and he digitizes that graphic mm-hmm. and sends it back to us. And then we input that digitized file into an embroidery machine and then press a green button a green go button and then walk away and it works perfectly. and it's great yeah that's great yeah so i love the embroidery side of it just because it doesn't really require anything outside of the expensive machine yeah Yeah. (laughs) but it's kind of cell proof and yeah it's great i love it Mm -hmm. so in the two years since having that business what's your favorite part about it Well, the the coolest part is the like um, sampling process of everything where before when we started Jonah, it was um, I would have an idea and then, well, how I work, I have 15 ideas at a time and then I have to pick which one I like the most because we're sending it to a screen printer and they are they have minimums and all this stuff. And so I have to pick my favorite idea out of all of those, send that to them, um, buy at their minimums, which was 24 at the time, mm-hmm. uh, buy 24 hats, 24 t-shirts, whatever, send that to them, takes a week to get the garments, takes like a week and a half to two weeks to like print on it um, and then get it back two weeks later and then have spent however much money it costs to get the minimums. And so I'm then having to like sell and like do the marketing and everything and like do yes. the drop. But like now, because we have this screen printing and embroidery business, I have 15 ideas. I still kind of like narrowed down just because like I have other things I have to do too. And I can't just be mm-hmm. like making like yeah. stuff all day. Yeah. But I can go from having an idea to having like a physical product in my hand for embroidery in as low as like an hour and a half to two hours, if I can digitize it myself and legitimately I can have it in like 10 to 15 minutes or with screen printing, I can like make the screen uh, register is what you call it to like, whatever, like technical stuff, Mm -hmm. register it and like print it and like get it on a garment in an hour. And so I can go like the sampling process, any idea I have, I can go sample it and have it within the day and like know how I feel about it or like what I think. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, I would just be making samples all day long and like testing them. Truly, that's so fun. I haven't been, but I've seen it on Instagram. Like, I feel like everyone posts the showroom. Like, where is that that you like? I've seen like the little shop on Instagram where you sell the yeah. Joe stuff. So, we actually just moved. Um, we were in uh, Greenwood, Seattle, which is like north central Seattle. Yeah. For a year. That's the business that we bought. He had, it was such a crazy setup. He had a, um, this like little storefront and there was like a little retail space in front. And then he'd set up the full like screen print production process, the press, the dryer. He had a full dark room, um, like washout booths, ink room and everything. Um, so when we bought that from him, uh, that's what we had for a year in Greenwood. And then we just moved to Soto, Seattle. Mm -hmm. uh, like a block from like T-Mobile Park and uh, Lumen Field mm -hmm. in downtown Seattle. And um, yeah, Wait, is that's it, where we're at now. So you have the shop there and mm -hmm. is it the same space in that same building? You have Bleaker and- Yeah. Oh, no way. It was all the same. Oh, mm -hmm. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize. Okay, so that's so nice. You don't have two locations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we thought we were going to for a, a while. Yeah. Like the goal when we found this new place yeah was like, we're going to keep the Greenwood location as our retail space. And yeah. then we're going to have the Soto space as just like a straight, uh, like printing warehouse, mm -hmm. whatever. And legitimately three days in, I was like, this is such a terrible idea. I don't <laughs> want to do this at all. And so, yeah, yeah moved everything to, cool. to Soto. Yeah. The coolest thing, and you can speak to this much more than I can, is the space that they're in is like a multi-story building but then there's other businesses within it but like um our other mutual friend erica has a clothing business in the same building and mm -hmm. so it's, it's really cool because they like support each other like maybe you can speak to that like you have this like creative supportive group where they're like check out my friend's brand and like mm -hmm. everyone's helping each other in the same building is that yeah. what it's like that's what yeah 100 percent. Like. Yeah. it's yeah. it's truly like half and half like my neighbors are i'll just like walk you through my floor it's like this guy philip he's my neighbor he was a uh, a art a fine art instructor at UW for thirty years, oh, wow. and like now he just has this like little six hundred square foot um, like warehouse next to mine, and he just paints all day. Just like I he heard. doesn't turn on any lights, <laughs> and he doesn't play any music, and he just like, <laughs> but he's so cool. But it's like he's just such a such a vibe, cool. and so it's also like pretty jarring when I like get in and like. 7 a.m. I'm like playing like Little Wayne. Yeah. Loud. I mean, this is a cool podcast. I don't play like Hillsong. Really look around. <laughs> he had to like knock on my door. And he was like, "Hey man, I I love this music too, but like that 808 is like pretty intense." And I'm like trying to paint. We share a wall. I was like, "I'm so sorry. I won't play Miller at 8 a.m. That's my bad." That's how I met him. Um, and so that's that's my next door neighbor. Next to me is a um, Philip, me, an architecture firm wow. that's been in that building for 20 years. Um, uh, Ames Bros, who's like actually this like famous, like they make like sports posters and stuff. Oh, cool. And um, so they just have a huge warehouse where they keep all their like posters and like do all their artwork and everything. And then Erica is right next to her and then another painter whose name is Sarah um, and then a, a like probiotic like supplement <laughs> place. And then like upstairs, 
my floor is actually a lot less boring than I realized. Yeah. Upstairs is like where all this like fine artists and like painters. Um, so yeah, it's it's a mix of people. That was such a long-winded answer no, to say so that it's a mix cool. of people. Thanks for listening to the Yours is the Story podcast. We really want to hear stories from you. You can email us at yoursthestory at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. We'll see you next time.